0: Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University, Belfast. This episode was recorded during an Employability webinar session entitled Thinking Creatively, featuring Roisin McCartney, a development officer from the Queen's Careers, Employability and Skills department. Okay, so um, this short session sits into what we are putting on as employability skill sessions and if you've been on our website you'll have seen this um symbol i suppose that we use or or summary of the employability skills and these are session are skills that we look at as ones that are transferable for use in you know the vast majority of jobs that are out there um, so any job that you're going for, any interview that you're going to be doing, you're going to want to be able to talk about most of these skills. So this particular session, I have it under problem solving. But to be honest, because it's a transferable skill, thinking creatively could come up in almost any one of those um, labels. Basically, it could come under leadership. It could, could come under communication skills, information technology, lots of different ones there. So, you know, it is a transferable skill. So the core structure then today, what is creativity? So what are we actually talking about whenever we think of creativity? Um, I'm going to give you some ideas about strengthening what I call your creative muscles. Um, we'll look at creative thinking tools. I think we have six creative thinking tools to look at. That's not not all of them by any means, but ones that I think are sort of quick and easy to use. And we'll finish off the session. And the session will probably only last about 45 minutes or so. Um, But we'll finish off with creativity at interview. Now, you may not be asked specifically about creativity when you're at an interview. Indeed, it's unlikely that you will be. But you will be asked about things like problem solving, about things like when have you been able to deal with change, things like that. So you will be able to draw on your knowledge of creative thinking to be able to answer some of those questions. But, you know, this is about being able to widen your creative thinking and then having some idea about the actual topic so that you can bring forward your thinking at interview. Okay. So What do we mean by creativity then? I think that often um, a lot of people see creativity as being artistic. And it's not about that entirely. This is about thinking creatively. So, creativity is generating new and useful ideas in any domain. Now, to some extent, I would question the word useful there because I think that, you know, creativity in itself is useful. You don't necessarily have to have an end result. Um, thinking creatively generates more creativity. So, you know, I, 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 although I'm keeping that word useful in there, and if you're talking about developing products or ideas or, or systems or anything, then certainly useful is a, is a good word to have in there. But it's all about sort of making the impossible possible. So using thinking, creative skills, to be able to widen your thinking and do things differently so are you creative um if we were doing this in a live session um in the good old days if we'd been sitting in a lecture room i'd probably be saying to you oh, okay everyone put up your hands everybody that is creative and you may not all put your hands up because it's one of those things that as we get older, we're more likely to sort of say, no, I'm not very creative. If I'd asked you whenever you were in say, primary one at school if, as a four or five year old, if I'd asked a class of four or five year olds to say, put up your hands, who's creative? Probably every one of them would have done that. But as we get older, we start to sort of fail. Um, you know, we lose that element of playfulness. We use that element of using our imagination and we also tend to be trained towards thinking more um critically so i suppose what this session is all about as well is about trying to maintain that level of and you know using your imagination and seeing yourself as creative because if you can come away from this session today and answer the question yes i am creative then I'd be, you know, I I think that this was a success, basically, I'd be very happy with that. So remember, if at the end I said to you, are you creative? All hands up. Okay. so creative thinking and critical thinking. And as we move through our school years and our university years, we do tend to be taught to think more critically than creatively. And by that I mean, you know, that we're asked to be focused about our thinking, that we sort of narrow it down rather than expand it, that we look at the probability of things happening, that we're analytical and that we tend to look for the answer, you know, one right answer rather than to look for answers, a range of answers with creative thinking then. You are sort of looking at being diffused, looking at a variety of thinking, not trying to narrow it and focus it down. You're looking at possibilities. And, you know, when when you say the word possibility there, it's endless. It can be, you know, getting your thinking to be very big, to generate new ideas. The next word there is generative. And you're looking for an answer. Or possibly a range of answers, not necessarily the answer. Now, obviously, that's not fitting in with the science. You know, if, if you're looking at doing a research paper or something like that, you want to be looking for focus. You want to be looking at what can be proven and what can be repeated. But in the early days, whenever you're thinking about, what can I be doing? How can I be doing it? Then, you know, think of things in a creative way rather than in a typically sort of narrow and focused way. So we can put up barriers to our own creativity, not just with our, our mindset, but with the environment as well that we work in. So if you think about it, in terms of our mindset, You know, as I said to you, as we get older, we tend to sort of think, yeah, I'm not a very creative person. What would happen if I make a mistake? Or what would happen if I fail? I'm not somebody that likes change, and you know what, it's just too risky. Okay, so we we tend to put those things into our own mindset. And then whenever we go into sort of a work environment, it may be the case that, you know, you, you start to feel that you just don't have time to think. You certainly would hear, occasionally, you're not paid to think, depending on what your work environment is, of course. And, you know, also, especially because people at work tend to be extremely busy and they know what they have to get done and they use of time just to get that done. So it's hard to sort of expand and say, yeah, well, how could we do it differently? We've always done it this way, it's too risky to do it another way, is often the sort of mindset. And also, if it works, it works, why would we change it? Okay, so there's barriers there to creativity within your own mindset, and often within the organisation as well. So often whenever companies say, we want people to be really creative, they don't necessarily create the environment to allow that to happen, but that's not necessarily something that you know you can manage within that environment. But it is something that you can work with yourself if you're aware of it and if you know that you need to do something to be creative yourself. Because some people, you know, will really not be happy in a job where they can't be creative. Okay. So, whenever we start to think about opening our minds to being creative. One of the things that I would say to start with would be a blank page. So I think that, you know, you have to give yourself time to be creative. And you might not like to hear this, but that probably means not constantly scrolling through Instagram or Pinterest or whatever the trendy social media things are at the minute. Um, I don't mean that you can't be inspired by other people's creativity because you certainly can be whenever you know you look at things that, that other people are doing. But I think for you to be creative yourself, you have to give yourself a time out to be able to think your own thoughts and you know give yourself an opportunity to be creative and to come up with something. So to open your mind to being creative. And as I said, to my mind, that means giving yourself a time out giving yourself a blank slate a blank page to be able to do that so you know it might be take a walk certainly when you're allowed to or lie in a bath or stare at a blank page or whatever it might be to give yourself room to be creative okay so that's the first thing challenge your own assumptions so you know always ask yourself if something has to be this way or could it be different what are the assumptions that you have and what what you could change what you could be you know how would you think differently about it stay curious you know that young age where we ask why 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 and we get away from that and that's part of that sort of narrower thinking but staying curious is one of those things that will Really expand your ability to be creative, to think creatively, and also it is good for your well-being. But that's another session, so we're we'll not going down that route. Stay curious is one of the the ways of keeping your mind open to thinking creatively. And play. Don't lose the art and the joy of play. So you know, rediscover that joy of getting out the Lego or the coloring pencils. Or whatever else that you feel is, you know, getting creative. Because again, just like thinking differently, we tend to lose that sort of time where it's okay to just use your imagination to be playful. I've been um, training for many years, and at the beginning, whenever I would be, you know, training with people. I would have sort of been a little bit offended, I suppose, to see people sitting doodling while I was trying to give them some words of wisdom. And, you know, now I'm very aware that actually sitting doodling is a good way of keeping your mind open. I'm not saying that that doesn't mean that the people weren't bored, but it is a way of keeping your mind open and keeping your uh, senses, I suppose, stimulated to be able to think to make patterns in your head and to be able to continue to sort of take on board information. So play is is a really useful way of expanding your creativity. Try new ways of doing things. So, you know, um, that idea of. Doing things the same way all of the time will not open you up to being creative, so it might be as simple as you know, trying a new recipe every week. It might be learning a a new function on some sort of software, software package or something like that. It could be trying a new way to memorise things. Just try and keep doing new things, new and different things. So keep trying new ways of doing things. And this picture is really to show about working with creative people so I've said to you, you know, give yourself a time out and, and a blank page to be able to think your own thoughts. But I also do think that it is good to be able to work with other creative people because it is great to be able to bounce ideas off other people and to sort of help other have other people help you expand your imagination as well. So just like, you know, a couple of children playing with something, things can get bigger and more complicated, more detailed because others are involved. So, and it's not all about Lego, of course, but um, yeah, so working with creative people can be a good way of expanding your creative thinking as well. Okay, so let's look at some of the strategies for building your creative muscle then, because I genuinely do think that if you practice this, if you work on this, that you do actually become um, better at creative thinking and some of the sort of theory around that is about the brain creating new ideas and new associations so making new patterns whenever you come up with associations and you create links and you make patterns your brain continues to do that your brain learns from that and it encourages your brain to be able to make new associations with practice so it's like anything else whenever you learn a new instrument or something like that, something that's hard at the beginning, it gets better and easier with practice. So what I'm going to do is give you a little bit of practice. One of the things that um, isn't easy and well, I, I suppose I say easy, but gets easier um, thing to do to expand your creative thinking is something called conceptual thinking. And here I've given you, eight pictures and what i would ask you to do is just to think of a concept to pair them up so come up with four pairs and the concept is entirely down to you i'm going to give you a minute to do it and it'll be very hard for me to keep quiet for a minute but that's what i'm going to do if you you know if there's no right or wrong answers by the way it's entirely up to you what the concept is that connects these these pairs. If you would like to, you can put some of them into the um, chat. If you put the pair in, make sure and tell us what the concept is and it'll be very interesting to see if we get any, if we get any good or interesting ones. But as I say, not right or wrong ones. So I'm going to keep quiet for a minute and give you time to do that. OK, don't know if there's anything going into the chat or not, but um, Roisin, do you want me to just share a couple of things that came in? Yeah, absolutely. So we have um, the car and the horse um, power. Okay. The horsepower, the car, the car and paint, both red. Yeah. And the pencil and the paint pot are both icons or functions in Photoshop, which I would never <laughs> have got. Very good. Um the horse and the car, both transport. Yeah. Um that's that's all that that's all we have okay. at the minute. Well, the I only understand. one I could think of was the typewriter and the pencil you can both write with. Right, they were right. the only connections I could get. Um we've got the cake and the hem, both tasty. <laughs> um you can use eggs to make a cake. Yeah, we've got the the typewriter and the pencil as well. Yeah, one of my favourite ones that um, somebody on a course with me did was the hen and the red paint pot, because she said the hen was for uh, the, the paint pot was for painting the town red and the hen and the paint pot represented a hen night. So I thought that was quite a good one. Um, But as I say, it it is all about what your concept is, and it's about creating patterns with the objects. And, you know, yes, it's a bit of fun, but it is about um, getting your brain practiced in making those sort of patterns, because if you can make patterns in this sort of way, then whenever you're faced with other problems, the patterns become you know it's much more normal for your brain to think in patterns then so um that's a pairing one this next one's a bit harder and i'm not really i mean obviously start to think about it i'll put these two sets of pictures into the chat at the end by the way for any of you that might be interested in taking more time to look at it but this is one yes you can start with pairing But then what you could start to do is to see if you could put it into two groups of four. So, you know, what would link four of the pictures together and what would link the other four? And that, it becomes much more difficult, but again, it's up to you what that concept is. It can be as narrow or as wide as you want it to be, basically. So you might come up with, for example, that uh, four yeah four of the things are living things okay other four aren't and for those of you that have been thinking that and, and thought oh no she's come up with mine yes i've had a while to look at these pictures um what they also suggest is that whenever you come up with those then start to think of more and i have to tell you it gets hard it does get hard Uh, whenever you think you've got an answer and they say right now do it again and come up with another one. But that's all about expanding your thinking, becoming more creative and looking for patterns, creating patterns and, you know, making those concepts. So I'll move on. I'll not give you time for doing that one. As I said, I'm going to put it into the um, into the chat. So you'll you'll have a chance if, if you want to spend time on it. Another one that is easy to come by and easy to use it's a random word generator um, and so you can just google this i'm sure there's apps for it as well but it's one of the things that if you really wanted to sort of spend time practicing your um thinking your, your creative thinking skills then this is an easy way to do it because you could do it every day or do a tea break or something like that so basically you get you know three or more random words and you come up with what links them together and again it's about what pattern you see what concept that you can come up with it isn't about what's a right or wrong and it would be really interesting to see if you were doing it did you get quicker at coming up with things um i remember doing this in a training session myself and the trainer had put up you know three words and nobody in the class got any of what i thought nobody could come up with something that linked the three words and I remember later during the tea break that I suddenly come up with a really good linking word, a really good concept. I was a bit late for the um, for the actual course. But it did make me think that, yeah, you know, whenever your mind isn't thinking about it, you know, it's specifically focused on it. It can be really good because it can still come up with things. So that's, you know, just an example of uh, not a, quite a eureka moment. But it certainly was something that even after actually focusing and thinking about the words, my brain was clearly still ticking over and thinking about it. OK, so that's a random word generator. And as I say, you can easily Google those or probably there's an app for them as well. So what I you know, was speaking to you about there was about how to, I suppose, open, open your mind, open your thinking to allow yourself to be more creative. Um, These next few things, six things here, are creative thinking tools. Now, quite a few of them you'll probably have come across before because they're the sort of things like brainstorming, for example, that you probably would do in some teamwork and things that that you'd be involved in. Um, There are also things that would be quite, I suppose, familiar in the world of work when you are asked to sort of do things creatively. Um, so it's worth getting to know them. You're not likely to be asked about a specific technique at interview. I don't know. it Depends on what you go for, obviously, but it's worth knowing them. It's worth making some use of them as well, whether it's within your own, you know, your the teams, perhaps that you have to work in if, you know, as part of your course. Some of them are easier to work as individuals and some of them you will need you know, a few people for. But let's just go through them one at a time. So mind mapping, you probably are well aware of. Um, here's a nice one here, an example used for how to focus in the age of distraction. Um, so basically you're starting with a central focus. You get your page, you put a landscape, And you you put whatever your topic is into the middle of it so that's your central focus you use branches off that then for the main themes Um, and then you just i suppose keep going further and keep getting smaller so you use colour and pictures and i suppose that is where it's useful to have an artistic rather than a a creative bent Um, and you add detail and you keep going until i suppose you run out of ideas or you have enough there. And it's probably around those outer edges of the page that your most creative thinking is likely to be. You have been listening to Find Your Future, a podcast from Careers, Employability and Skills, at Queen's University Belfast. For more career helps and advice, visit go.qb.ac.uk/careers.